Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Hey everybody, welcome to Jen Lowry Writes. So happy Sunday first, happy spring. If you hear outside this lawnmower going and cutting off, uh, my husband's outside taking care of business. Um, so I get a chance to jump on here really fast before I start another writing project today <laughs> to talk with you about how I'm setting up events. So a part of the Jen Lowry Writes channel, of course, is to share my author world uh, interviews, um, what's happening with books and all of that, but it's also to go behind the scenes and talk about some of the things that I do in my author life in case you out there maybe wanting to plan some virtual events and you're like, how is she doing all this stuff? What is it? What's the behind the scenes? So I do want to start off by sharing some of that with you guys. Um, I started doing events last year. And as we know, when we shifted into a remote world, that meant no festivals, no public book signings, the bookstores were out, the coffee shops and the, um, the wonderful festivals that I was going to, all of that pretty much closed down for me last year. And I was like, but how can I still connect with people? And every single time, guys, it never failed. Every single time that I was at an author event and I was there to like sign my books or whatever, there would be someone there that would say, so I've always wanted to be an author or I'm a poet or I want to write this book, this nonfiction book. And it would always it would always happen to me every single time. And I just felt like the Lord would give me that opportunity to talk with people about how I was living my you know, journey and some tips and things to get them started. And then I would always refer them back to my channels. Like, guys, I've got a podcast. I've got YouTube. You guys can just kind of follow along and subscribe and check out things as they go and look up certain topics. But when it all hit and I didn't have that opportunity, I was like, you know what? Why don't I just hold events? Why can't I do workshops? And talk about those things very um, detail specific with screen shares and Google Slides and workbooks and journals and all that. So I was like, okay, I'm moving in that direction. And so that's what happened with me in 2020. I started doing these webinars and I'm not stopping. Uh, if you haven't noticed, I've had webinars in 2021 and they're off of the YouTube channel. 
they're not live streamed events. They are closed events. That allows me to be able to get into a room such as Zoom or Google Meet, whichever platform I choose to use based on the numbers that I get. Um, when I get them into that room, we can have our cameras on. We can have our mics on. We're not worrying about recording and getting permissions and being placed up. These are private workshops and they are to discuss not only the work um, that I'm doing, you know, in the publishing world or, or what it is that, that the topic is that we're discussing, but they're able to ask me direct questions right then and there when I get to those points in the presentation. Um, so it is also like a working session. So I will challenge people and I'll give them the workbook too. So it's been really cool. I've got some really great responses from those workshops. I've had people not only attend one workshop that I've held, but have attended multiples. When I did the book launch one, I had some of the same people show up again for it. And I was like, hey, again. They're like, yes, I'm here to learn more. I'm here to just continue to ask questions. So if you've been to one, don't feel like, hey, wait. Um, yeah, the content may be very similar, but that Q&A is really important. So during that time, we get to have those kind of conversations. So I started them last year on Eventbrite. Now, I did find out that Eventbrite, uh, this was from another member, um, one of my other WWJ members, who we used Eventbrite for the conference last year. And she let me know that she didn't get the information into her primary folder. So it had kind of went into, I don't know, social promotion or it went to the junk. Well, that was terrible because during the event, she was like, where's my invitation? Did I guess she thought I forgot about her. <laughs> I did it. I really went through that platform and I sent things. So lesson learned from that. I put it up on a couple of different places when I am hosting events. So I do use Eventbrite as a way for people that they can register tickets. I can get their emails that way. But then I go to a separate spreadsheet and I add their emails onto that list for that particular workshop that they have signed up for. Then I send them out personal emails. I don't do the BCC, do not reply to all or any of that. I just send them out personal emails. I create the template of what I'm going to say, and then I copy and I paste it into the email. I include the workshop guide ahead of time because it's like a journal that they can use and a note taking sheet um, that they can have for the event. And so when I first started, I did not always give one of those. I, I did that after the conference and I got really good feedback about that um, reflection guide. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to continue forward. So that's me. I'm always learning. I'm always trying to improve and grow. And I give myself that grace to grow. I don't look back and say, oh, my gosh, how dare I not do that? Why didn't I think of that? Oh, bad me. No, I just understand that um, as I move through this and I get feedback and um, like, for example, trying to take slides and listen and all of that and take notes. It's a lot. So I just give people the slides. Someone told me one time, why are you giving out your slides? Um, um, because it's the stuff we shared in the meeting and it's not recorded. So it's not like you can go back and watch it. So I don't care about giving out my slides. I make them on Google Slides. Anybody can make a Google Slide and go to Slides Carnival and get those slide backdrops. So um, if somebody's going to try to repurpose my work, 
uh, I can't stop that anyway. They could have taken screenshots on it and built it themselves. But I do give links to the slides and things like that. So that way um, participants can have all of the notes. And I take notes in the bottom section too as we're going. So if someone's asking a question and they're asking for a link, and I don't want to leave and go start looking for stuff. I'll make little notes down at the bottom. I could always go in there real time and add notes in later. So I really like that feature in Google Slides. Um, so I start with Eventbrite because I like that little register button and it can populate and collect and it shows how many tickets I've sold and all of that good stuff. But then I go over to my Facebook event page. So Eventbrite, I can share my screen. I've got some things pulled up for you guys so I can kind of share with you my process. Um, so Eventbrite, for example, my next one is going to be April the 27th. It's going to be from 4 to 5.30. And from 4 to 5, we're going to hold the workshop. And then from 5 to 5.30, if anybody just wants to stick around and have like a little working session with me or anything like that, because I have found that with the Q&As, they go a long time. So one time we even stayed two hours and everybody was fine with it. They had that permission to leave if they wanted, but everybody kind of stayed around and um, we continued to share out. So the next one that I'm doing, because it's National Poetry Month, and I did self-publish The Clay in the Potter's Hands, um, I'm going to do a self-publishing poetry 101. And this year, because of Story Seeds, one of our WWJ projects for Writing Warriors for Jesus for March, you can go back and watch that video. It's not too late. Um, I actually felt led to put that down to do a new poetry collection. So that is probably going to be coming um, down the pipe soon because I already have tons and tons and tons of poetry that I've been writing over the past year that I don't always put out on my blog so um, I need to kind of work through that pray over them and, and look at the thematic structure of the poetry book and all of that um, so that being said I have published one book I probably will publish another one either this year or next year and um, I'm going to go through on kind of like the behind the scenes on how I did that. That's why it's called like 101. So it's like if you're thinking about it and you kind of don't know what to do or where to start, this can be a great workshop for you. Um, and so when you go in and you create these, I've already had one ticket sold. Hooray. Uh, and I just put it up there. Super excited about it. So once I get it, like how did I get this image up there and what am I using to build images? So I will let you know that I am building images on my canva.com. Absolutely love Canva. So you can see these are the ones that I'd had before. So all I had to do was just hit the copy and then change the title and the date and go on it about my way. And this is the picture that my husband took for the back of Sweet Potato Jones. And so um, that's kind of a picture that I was using at the time because Sweet Potato Jones was getting published in August of 2020. So that was kind of like the author photo that I was using. Um, and so here we go. That's it, guys. Um, make it on Canva. I download it, put it in there. And then I create one of these. So you can, see, you can tell I went to a template um, and I got myself a guide. 
a guide template. And I worked from that to start with. And then I was like, once I had one workshop guide, I have them all pretty much. Because all I have to do then is come over to file and I come over here and I do make a copy. And then instead of this one, it's not going to be author podcast 101. It's going to be self-publishing poetry 101. And now I will go through and I will tailor this workshop guide to the Google Slides that I need to create. And so you saw what I just did, how easy that was for me. Once I built the first one, then I can move forward. So for my Dear Podcaster letter, this one would say Dear Poet letter. And then I would keep going through and I always start with the why. Um, so, you know, why do you want to self-publish a poetry book? You know, what is your purpose behind this? And we always talk about whys. No matter what workshop I do, when we're in the WWJs, we always have to identify our why. So um, I'll just keep going through this and tailoring it. At the same time, I'll pull up that Google slide that I made for one of my presentations. I will copy it. Once I make a copy of that, then guess what it's going to be? It's going to be self-publishing poetry. Look, you guys are my working right now because I'm going to go ahead and just do um, the title up there. Um, and so then I already have my slide deck made. And what's the beauty of that? It's because I already know that I can get that slide deck done within an hour because it's already been timed. The what pushed us over for an hour and a half to two hours was just additional cues, the Q&A portion and the workshop portion where people wanted to stick around and kind of let me see them working and pulling up their graphics and um, getting advice from each other about what logos look like what. Um, and so those were really cool extension pieces onto the workshop when we got to hang out afterwards. But my part of the presentation is it's a one hour expectation that I'm going to deliver some content that people can then take away and be able to start their journey. So my slide decks are pretty much on point with that. So I don't want to mess that up. I don't want to start over and then have to start timing myself again and trying to see like how much I can get through within those moments. So my slide decks um, are important for me and that organization. And I have to have them because I will get off um, on a tangent somewhere because I'll get really excited when somebody will ask something or I'll, I'll get an idea and I'll say, oh, 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 got to tell you something. And then I can tell you something for 20 minutes, but then it messes up the workshop. So if it's a workshop and it's not just a brainstorming session where we're hanging out live and we're just chilling, hanging out, relaxing and brainstorming, <laughs> that's a whole different kind of thing. <laughs> you don't really need a slide deck for that. But when there are workshops, they're guided workshops, the slide decks match the worksheet or work or your agenda or your note taking guide. So the note taking guide is a new edition and I've already created it for Story Seeds. So that's what I love about Canva, about creating templates on Canva, because now I've already got a note taker capture sheet, right? So all I have to do is just like what you saw me do, I can hit copy from that Story Seeds note taking capture sheet. And then, of course, I'm going to build it around 
key concepts, main points throughout. So somebody would walk away and have a one page edible template PDF that has all of their notes so they could type in it as we go. Um, and then this book is a reflection journal book. That's a workshop guide that goes along with it. So I've got all of that and I've got until the end of April to make it. So you guys know that on my calendar, if I've planned an event, then that means on a Saturday or Sunday, I'm going to be creating these materials or during spring break, I'll create more materials while I'm in Nano and I might do a live session of me creating it. Um, just so I can just have the time to hang out with you guys and, and talk um, and meet new people. But and talk about the event. That'd be a good way to talk about the event and promote the event. Um, I had not thought about that, but I can do one of those sessions. Just hop on if I'm, you know, working on something. And so once I kind of get the event bright together, I get my image made. I'm ready to move forward and I'm, met, I'm ready to go over to my Jen Lowry author page on Facebook. And this is where I love it because I can put events here. Now, the WWJs are having a poetry reading event to celebrate National Poetry Month. We are also having paint night April 1st. I just haven't built the event yet here. Um, I guess got to go in and do it. But here's the new event. So here's the self-publishing poetry 101. You can go see that I just created it. Um, you can register on Eventbrite. I put the link here. But if you find Eventbrite is not accessible for you, just email me directly and let me know that you would like to attend the event. I have your email address. I'll have permission for me to send you the links and the information and the updates. So this is important. Or uh, anyone who says, well, maybe a platform might not be as accessible to me or I've never used Eventbrite before and I would just rather email you. You see how I always give these alternates there. So there you go. So it's already went out to 23 people and I just put it up like 30 minutes ago. And uh, you can see I just used the same exact blurb. I use all of that together. And now I'm here on YouTube sharing with, you know, with people how to do it. So now where would I link? So for example, for LinkedIn, I've already been on LinkedIn and I copied and pasted the Eventbrite and I put it up there. I had a hit last time from Eventbrite from LinkedIn. So I know that um, that might be a place where people are used to going in and registering for ticketed events, things like that. Um, but I will also later in the month give this link out for this Facebook link. So I'll just copy it and then go about my business and start putting it up there. I will also share it on my personal homepage because I do have author friends that probably just don't follow my Jen Lowry author page and they don't know what's up with me over there and the events and things that we have. So I always still go to my personal Facebook and do it. But now that I've got this up, you will start to see if you follow me on social media, you will start to see how I'll go in and with my phone, I'll just take a, a screenshot from the Facebook event. So that way I'm not pulling up Canva and trying to use that Canva app on my phone. No, I'm just going to go Facebook. I'm going to take the picture, 
then I'm going to jump over to Instagram. I'm going to use that and I'm going to give them the Facebook link. I'll give them the Eventbrite link and say, go find me over at Jen Lowry Author. Maybe that would be easier for somebody if they wanted to find me on Facebook and then they could get all the details too. But I'll put it all in there, just copying and pasting. So once I get the stuff set up on Facebook, then it's time that I have to share it out. But I wanted to share it all out with you first before I went out there and started promoting it. Um, just to kind of give you the behind the scenes of how I set up these events. So, StreamYard is how I set up the WWJ events to go live streaming. So, that's one platform that I absolutely love. Everybody has their personal preferences about their streaming, and that's great. But if you're going to ask me just what do I use, it's StreamYard. So, when I'm planning the WWJ calendar of events, oh my goodness, made that today. Um, how am I setting up those virtual events? Well, that one is from StreamYard. And so I can go over, let me pull, let me see if I can double pull up StreamYard. Oh, I can. Let me show you guys, because I was busy all day today doing this. And maybe that's why I kind of wanted to come back on here and share all of this with you. So you could kind of see, um, there is some work that goes into it if you're planning multiple events. Um, let me go and pull up everything now because I just thought to share that with you while I'm here. I'm going to go pull up the calendar that I made today. All right. So I've got the calendar pulled up. Let me go pull up the spreadsheet because you guys might like to see that. Um, if you watch the WWJ's book launch video that we made, Michelle and I, Michelle was like spreadsheet queen and I was Google Docs just making the list and doing like a brainstorming guide because that's the way that I would just brain dump everything. Guys, I'm going to spreadsheets now. Like it's just really helping my life. I find that that's a great way to organize information that's going to be shared out with people. Okay. Okay, so let me show you. Uh -oh. I heard that pop. Oh, pop again, pop again. Okay, here we go. Let me screen share again. Okay, so how am I taking all of these events for the month of April and organizing them and setting everything up. This is for my writing group, my Patreon group, the Writing Warriors for Jesus. So let me close out some of these tabs that we don't need anymore. So this morning when I woke up, one of the first things that I did was go and look for a calendar. And you can see it's a calendar template from Canva. And I went to March and I changed it to 2021. And I built built in a text box and when I did you just click in it adds it here and I pushed it into the box and scrunched it up and started writing and, and fixing it all um let me delete that so here is our events for here are our little here are our events for April <laughs> um and you can see we're pretty busy so the poetry paint light is here the poetry reading is here. 
we have a workshop that we're going to be doing where we're going to call out a word like peppermint and we have to write a poem about it i was just looking at my peppermint oil but peppermint and we write a poem about it right then live and we're sharing it um then we are having a k-12 mentor text um this is for educators we're doing poetry lesson plans so that one's going to be really cool my friend riley cross who is going to be presenting at the wwj conference she's going to be there so you guys get a sneak peek of riley that day um oh you get a sneak peek of becca wheeler at the poetry reading she's also a children's book author and she's going to be presenting at the wwj conference um so this is my poetry workshop the one i just told you about and then we're going to have a nano celebration with the wwj's here and all of these nano lives are one that that i'm doing because i'm writing a new book for nano in april and if any of my wwj's want to hop in with me they can we can do a write-in together um, but i just went ahead and pre-scheduled all of those out these are interviews with my wwj's for my podcast uh, we've got ann delview's new book a tale of ashes her ya fay book is coming out cannot wait um, for that to hit the stands so how in the world am I managing to, to keep up with this kind of life? Trust me when I tell you I had to keep looking back at emails, messages. I had to keep going back into Facebook posts that we have within our training camp of the WWJs. Uh-uh, that doesn't work anymore. Uh, I just can't. I need this place. I need this. So thanks to Michelle um, and her spreadsheets. Here we are now and we have a WWJ celebrations and events. So if you look, we definitely are starting the 29th. Um, that's not the 29th. Now, why did that go way up there? Oh, I accidentally put that somewhere it wasn't supposed to go. Um, but we're having a nano kickoff on the 29th. And that's where we're going to talk about our story seeds. We're going to talk about setting up our nano projects, announcing those projects. And it's going to be tons of the WWJs. Um, I, if you keep going on this spreadsheet, I have the people that are participating in those lives and the StreamYard link. So that way my WWJs can just come here and jump into the studio. Um, and so you can see that I've not only put in like a celebration here, but I've also put down podcast interviews that I'm holding um, for WWJ members. And then anything that I'm doing um this is an event, right, private event, so people can register. But a lot of times my WWJs like to come to these events too, and they come to support me. I love it. Um, and so there we go. Um, they all know that that's on the radar and what day and time it is. So that way they can go ahead and check their calendars and see what they might want to do. Like if, if there's anything that they can do for this month, they might not be able to do one nano live write in, but they might want to do the one word writing live because it's in the middle of the week at 4 PM and that might fit their schedule. So as you can see, I jump from four to seven o'clock and then I have Sundays and then middle week. I've decided to intentionally do that in order to to make it where double like not double. I'm looking at double trouble. <laughs> Tracy's book um, where multiple WWJs like if they want to jump in at certain times, but it doesn't fit their work schedule or their life schedule at that time. They can pre plan plan things out in advance and I'm giving them multiple times, not just everything at four o'clock because just four o'clock is better for me. 
four o'clock is awesome for me in one way. Um, it's right before supper. I'm home from work. It's right before supper. And then I homeschool until late in the evening. But it's also bad for me because that's my nap time. And if I miss that power nap, you guys are just going to have uh, to bear with me during workshops or things and stumbling over with coffee. Because around this time every day, especially since I get up at 530, around this time, I'm really feeling proud, like I'm about to crash. So I have to like take away the nap um, and put in one of the events. So that's kind of how the four o'clock actually, though, is better for me. Because if I'm doing a seven o'clock event, it needs to be on a day when I'm in like spring break where it's not messing up homeschool or I have to go ahead and get permission with Sam to schedule things differently. So if we're having an evening event because it needs to have a special day uh, to help accommodate somebody, then that means that that's Sam's homeschool time. So now I have to take and take that hour from somewhere else. So we either going to have to do a four to five and then we would start at eight. You understand my drift. So it, it does rearrange my life schedule some, but it's worth it because one, I'm able, able to hang out with my people. Two, we're able to share the joys that we have with our writing life and hopefully other people would be able to benefit from it. Um, and so here you go. That's pretty much what it looks like. Then I jump over to StreamYard. You can see we're live right now. So why does this one have Facebook on it and the rest of these don't? Because Facebook does not allow you to have, with StreamYard, you can't schedule way out in advance. So what happens on the days of these events, I'm going to have to then click my Facebook button so I can triple stream. And then all of these are actually going to be also on my Facebook page as well. And so when we enter into the broadcast studio or I can click here and I can invite my guests, I send them this link or I put it up here on the spreadsheet that I showed you. I can go in and view on YouTube. I can go in and make um, adjustments with tags. Um, sometimes it'll pop in as entertainment. I change it to people in blogs, making sure that it's not set for kids. Um, because this is stuff that we're doing in the our adult author world. Um, and then I go on and make sure that my banners and everything match. And then if a WWJ comes up and says, oh, I've got an opening now. Add me to this event. All I have to do is pull up Canva where I keep like all of the different ones. I just keep hitting plus, plus, plus. And I just copy their picture and paste it right in. And I just go back in and there's a new member. And I put it up really fast. And then I add something with their name somewhere else or I might tag them in um, when I'm promoting. So if you see the calendar coming around, the calendar is new. The calendar is needed and necessary in my life. Um, ooh, Solomon just finished his exam. Good for him. Nice. He said he finished his exam at 345. My sweetheart. He's at Carolina. I'm wearing sweatshirt for him today. Congrats, buddy. How did it go? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So if you see the calendar up, um, I am going to have this one as PDF. Look what's really cool about this, guys. So PDF, you come over here. You can add the links 
And that way, when I send this out to my newsletter subscribers, they'll have the PDF picture in there. They'll be able to just click and all the links will be active and be there. Um, and so there we go. I'm also going to be sharing this um, PDF picture out to people who are registering for the webinar um, once I get that link in there because I have to build that link first. Oh, wow. It was a three hour and 45 minute exam. Gracious. So if you guys have any questions on how I'm setting up events, you can definitely always email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. If you've got better ideas than what I'm doing, please share. Um, I'm always up to um, adapting and changing and reflecting on my practice as an author and setting up things. But right now, all of this chaos works for me. Um, and I love it. I love doing the events, even if I'm tired. Um, I do because I love sharing about this writing life. And hopefully they can encourage and inspire someone to go out there and tackle whatever challenges might be in front of them and jump over their own brick walls and get to writing. Uh, so hope you guys have a blessed day. Uh, I have got a lot of work to do today. It's four o'clock. Um, oh, before I get off, if you're catching this in real time, I'm having uh, the clay in the potter's hands. Uh, my Southern poetry book. I have an audio giveaway going on right now, and it's closing at 7 o'clock tonight. It's 3-21-21, and if you get on my Facebook author page, Jen Lowry Facebook, or Jen Lowry Writes Instagram, if you comment on this video, and I see it before 7 o'clock, and it's, it's time-stamped and dated, um, then I will put you in for a drawing for the audiobook of the clay in the potter's hands. So, all right, guys, I hope y'all have a blessed one. I will talk with you guys later. The Writing Warriors for Jesus are excited to announce we'll be having two free writing conferences this year. The WWJ Youth Summit will be held on May 22nd, 2021, and our Writing Warriors for Jesus Writing Conference will be August the 6th and 7th. Please join us during our live streams where we'll be talking about Jesus and writing all day. All sessions will be live from YouTube and Facebook. You don't have to register to attend, but registration allows the Writing Warriors for Jesus to collect your email in order to draw door prizes during the event and send you emails of conference information. You can follow us at Jesus Writing on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our conference news. Hope to see you there. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today, 
to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.